Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoops Talk. Please favorite and subscribe this show and demand your friends listen as well. Welcome to our national top 10 show. Hope you enjoy. We'll begin in 30 seconds. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoops Talk. Join us on Facebook, Cascade Hoop Talk. We're switching up our uh, weekly show. We're going to go top 10 and teams to watch. Got a lot of comments. It was a bit too long, too many details, too hard to follow. So we're going to cut it back this week. If you have any comments about the show, go to Twitter. Send me a message or a tweet, and I definitely want to hear from you. So let's go over our top 10 for the week, talk about what might happen in the polls. Remember, the polls come out. I believe Wednesday, but it's definitely this week. We'll get a new top 25. So number one, Spring Arbor. They were idle this week. They've won four of their last five games. Their next action Tuesday, they're going to play 4-2 and two Huntington on the road in the Crossroads League action. Spring Arbor, they're going to improve, but they aren't hitting on all cylinders yet. They're 41st in the country in rebound margin, 48th in three-point percentage. Those will definitely improve as the season moves forward. We'll see Spring Arbor get better. Number two, Oregon Tech. They played in the Beacon Classic in Eugene this weekend. Friday night, they played New Hope Christian. They easily defeated them 99-49. On Saturday, the Hustlin' Owls took on NAI D1 opponent William Jessup of the Golden State Athletic Conference, and they won that 97-80. Mitchell Fink had 17 assists over the weekend. He exploded on Saturday for 27 points. He went 6-for-8 from 3. Seth Erickson, he scored 9, 9 rebounds on Friday. Saturday, he dropped in 20. And Matt Van Tassel, the sophomore, he must have heard me call Terrell Alford the best six-man in the country because uh, Friday, Van Tassel comes off the bench, has 18 points, 13 rebounds. Saturday, 19 points, 8 rebounds. Oregon Tech's been playing well. Uh, They're number one in the country in scoring defense, number two in the nation in rebounding margin, assists, and scoring margin. They're 9-0, and they play University of Maine, Fort Kent, at Danny Miles Court at home on Wednesday. Number three, College of Idaho. They played crosstown rival NC2A Division II, rival Northwest Nazarene. This was the second game of a home-and-home series. Uh, The Yotes flat took out Nazarene. They took them to the woodshed. They beat them. 90-69. 90-69. to 69. College Idaho, they are playing in front of a packed house at home. They led this one buzzer to buzzer. Uh, they sent Northwest Nazarene. Uh, they must have been muttering, wait till next year when they get on the bus. They just got whooped. Uh, C of I's Nate Bruniel, he scored 24, Ricardo Time, and Jalen Galloway added 17. And then this weekend, College of Idaho took on a couple of NAI D1 Frontier Conference teams. Uh, Friday night facing Montana Western. They defeated them 87-79. And Saturday, College of Idaho lost big 76-56 against Lewis Clark State. Friday, the Yotes shot well from the field, the 45% from three. They had five players in double digits, led by Jake Bruner with 16, Nate Bruniel, Connor Desanier with 15 each. But Saturday night, Lewis Clark State, they just clamped down on defense. They held College of Idaho to 32% shooting, 23% from three, and the only bright spot Saturday was Jalen Galloway with 15. Uh, they have two losses. The Yotes probably will drop slightly in the next poll. Uh, C of I is 6-2 and two now. Next up, a couple of GSAC teams during a California trip. The Masters on November 29th and Vanguard on the 30th. 
they're both good, but the Masters is particularly good. If you haven't seen them, you should watch them one night. The, the Masters, a D1 team, they're very good. Uh, number four, Indiana Wesleyan. They were idle this week. They were going to play Cincinnati Christian, but as everybody probably already knows, Cincinnati Christian is basically closing the school. So there's no, they have to cancel the season. Uh, the six and one Wildcats, they begin Crossroads League play on Tuesday. They travel to Mount Vernon Nazarene. That's going to definitely be a heavyweight fight. Uh, mark your calendar for that one. Uh, Indiana Wesleyan, they're a complete team. Uh, they're in the top 10 for assists, rebound margin, blocks per game, and th- free throw percentage. And I expect they're going to come up a spot or two in this week's poll. Number four, Morningside, they traveled to Doan. They just pounded them 69-32. Doan shot 22%, 21 turnovers. Just a Morningside dominated them. Matt Hahn, 10. Morningside's Tyler Borchers, 10 points, 8 rebounds. Isaiah Sykes, 7 with for uh, Doan. On Saturday, they played Hastings College. They beat them 95-77. Tyler Borchers, he continues to lead for Morningside. He scored 20. Zach Imig with 18. Morningside, they're a tough-nosed team. Uh, they're third in the nation in scoring defense and 11th in field goal percentage. They're 7-0. and Next, they host Concordia on Tuesday. And then next weekend, they'll be at the Midland Dremiel Classic. Uh, they face number 22, Bellevue, on Saturday. And then number 18, Southern Oregon, on Sunday. Two big games for Morningside. Number six, Dakota Wesleyan. Uh, what was probably the biggest game of the week, they were on the road on number, at number 16, Jamestown. Uh, they beat Jamestown 75-65. to 65. Jamestown couldn't hit a flat spot on I-29. Uh, Dakota Wesleyan went up by 14 at the half. Uh, Jamestown fought all the way back, tied the game, nine minutes to go, but Dakota Wesleyan was able to separate again. And then Ty Hoagland, he hit a, a three with a minute and a half to go, and that was the backbreaker for Jamestown. Uh, Dakota Wesleyan, they held the Jimmies to 1-4-16 from the arc. 1-16. for The brutal shooting night for Jamestown. I bet they're calling do-over right now. Dakota Wesleyan, they out-rebounded Jamestown. That was a bit of a surprise. Jamestown's big team. Ty Hoagland, he led Wesleyan with 22. Sam McLeod had 9. He had 12 boards. Jamestown's Jack Talley, uh, he went over 7 from 3, but he was still able to fight his way through, score 20 for Jamestown, kind of keep him in it. Freshman Mason Walters, a double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. We always think of offense when we think of Dakota Wesleyan. But they're seventh in the nation in scoring defense, and that's one of the things that's fueling their success because they're always going to score points. But if they can stop people as well, they're going to be tough. Uh, they play Briarcliff Tuesday, and then on Saturday they're going to go to the St. Uh, Francis Thanksgiving Classic. Uh, number seven, Oklahoma Wesleyan. Ho- Wednesday they hosted Bethany. They won that 97-89. Oklahoma Wesleyan built a 16-point lead in the first half. They built on that throughout the second but in the last five minutes, Bethany started chipping away. They got it down to six a couple of times in the last minute, but they couldn't get any closer. And Oklahoma Wesleyan won by eight. Austin Poling scored 24 for Wesleyan. Jansen Litsky a double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. Justin Jones with 25 for Bethany. And Oklahoma Wesleyan, as usual, won the boards 40-28. Saturday, York came to town. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan sent them home packing with a big L. Brooks Haddock, he was an absolute load in this one. He scored 33. It was a big win for Wesleyan. York's a team many believe will compete for that Kansas title. So big win for Oklahoma Wesleyan. 
Oklahoma Wesleyan, they're an explosive athletic team. They're first in the nation in scoring margin as well as total rebounding margin. Uh, with the two losses they have, they'll most likely drop a bit in the next poll. Uh, next up for 6-2 and two, Oklahoma Wesleyan. On Tuesday, they travel to Avila, Avila University. Number eight, Mount Vernon Nazarene. They're 8-0 now. They defeated IU East on Tuesday, 81-75. to And then they beat Northwestern Ohio on Friday, 99-62. to Mount Vernon's big four, Jevin Knox, Jacob Paul, Isaac White, and Austin Jones. They continue to provide a very balanced scoring attack, making Mount Vernon extremely hard to stop and shut down. Tuesday, Jacob Paul led the way with 18. Friday, Jevin Knox was the top scorer with 25. Uh, right now, Jevin Knox is shooting 57% from three. Isaac White, 57% from three. They are combined 33 for 58 from three point. As a team, Mount Vernon is shooting 43% from three. I expect Mount Vernon most likely will go into the top five this week. Number nine, Madonna. They played Huntington University on Saturday. They won a squeaker 86-85. They're also at 7-2. and two. Madonna defends well down the stretch, and they pulled off this close victory. Uh, Madonna's Joshua Reynolds, 30 points, 9 rebounds. Dwight Burton, 24 points, 5 rebounds. Huntington's Connor Platt, 22 points, 5 rebounds. I expect with the wins they have, Madonna's going to move up slightly in the polls. They've been playing very well ever since those two initial losses. They're shooting the ball well. They're ninth in the nation in three-point percentage, 11th in the nation in field goal percentage, and 12th in free throw percentage. Next, they have Rochester on Tuesday, and then a good Siena, Siena Heights team on Saturday. Number 10, IU Kokomo, they're 7-2. and two. Uh, They went to Lincoln on Thursday for a rematch of an earlier game this season, and they lost 71-67. to 67. IU Kokomo, they had control most of the game and then down the stretch about the last six minutes. Lincoln started chipping away at the lead and they just made stops when they had to and they scored the ball and they paid IU Kokomo back for that loss earlier this year and that that loss had fueled a five-game Lincoln skid. So I'm sure Lincoln was glad to get that win. Traquan Spivey and Akeel McLean, they've played really well for Kokomo, uh, but it's all been starting with defense for Kokomo. They're fifth best in field goal defense, and they're also in the top 20 in rebounding. They'll probably fall a spot or two. They might stay in the same. If they move at all, they'll move down a spot or two, or they'll stay right where they are. Uh, next, IU Kokomo, they're going to travel to Asbury on Tuesday. Let's talk about our teams to watch and see what's happening with those. Bethel of the Crossroads continues to be the absolute surprise team of the year. Uh, they're 8-0 now. Uh, they host 10-0 St. Francis on Tuesday. Something's going to have to give. Uh, regardless of what happens, Bethel will be firmly in the top 25 this week. Michigan-Dearborn, they're 8-2 now. They could slip into the poll. Uh, they'll definitely receive votes. At 8-2, at they, they may slip into the poll this week. I wouldn't be surprised. Bethel of Kansas, they continue to roll. They're 9-1. I fully expect them to crack into the top 25. And Briarcliff is 7-2, and two, but they had two straight losses. So they're going to have to win a few more to crack into the poll. They'll definitely receive votes. And they have a huge opportunity on November 26th. Uh, they travel to number 6, Dakota Wesley. And if they win that, they'll definitely have all the, the attention of the coaches. 
Uh, Concordia is six and one, and on November twenty sixth as well, they have a, a big chance. But they go to Morningside. Like a lot of these teams are on the bubble for the rankings this time. They'll definitely receive votes. We're just gonna have to see where they come in. Mount Marty uh, is eight and two. <laughs> I gotta say it again. They were picked eleventh in the G Pack. Uh, they play Jamestown Monday at home. Uh, they're in an odd situation. The conference rankings may still be open. Depends when they do them, but they may still be open. Mount Marty's outcome for the rankings this time may decide on the their fate may ride on this game is what I'm trying to say. Uh, they'll get they'll get votes uh, if Mount Marty continues to play well. Uh, they'll they'll get into the top 25 if not this time next time. Saint Xavier uh, they're seven and one now. They've played good competition. I expect they're going to be in the top 25. And Washington Adventist, they're six and one. They have some great wins. They they beat NC two A Division One Howard University, and they're definitely going to displace someone in the top twenty five. We'll be on again after the holiday. We're putting together a show for the top true freshmen in the country. I've gotten some feedback. I think right now we have about five, but we're trying to feature the top five to seven best true freshmen in the country. Also, in the coming week, we're going to put together a cascade conference update speak to as many coaches as we can so look for that we're going to take the holiday off just like you are uh, so look for our show um, after thanksgiving so everybody enjoy your turkey and please remember that friends don't let friends miss cascade hoops talk and this is billy d and i'm saying happy thanksgiving to everybody and thank you for everyone who listens and thank you for all the great feedback but also tell me what you don't like because I want this show to be something you look forward to. Happy Thanksgiving. Talk to you soon.